When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey all, Eric Christensen, pharmacist here back on the Real Life Pharmacology podcast. Uh, appreciate all, all the listeners that have taken the time to leave a rating and review on iTunes and other places. Um, greatly appreciate it. And if you haven't done so and you love the podcast, uh, definitely that is uh, appreciated. So today we're going to cover potassium supplements. And before you turn off the uh, sound or go to a different podcast, I would suggest you listen uh, to this podcast because there are definitely going to be some clinical pearls here, um, and I will discuss a, a situation uh, that actually led to a, a death of a patient as well. So uh, mechanistically, there's no uh, secret sauce here, potassium supplements, uh, examples being uh, Chlorcon or Kader. Those are kind of some brand names you might hear thrown around. Uh, potassium chloride is the uh, commonly used uh, potassium salt for replacement. And like I said, mechanistically, we're just uh, replacing the body's uh, natural stores that you get from food and, and other things there. So we're going to use potassium replacement for when we're low. And the clinical situations where low potassium can result is a nausea and vomiting type situation, um, you know, where people have poor intake, um, they may not be getting adequate levels of, of potassium uh, in their, their blood. Normal limits of potassium uh, depend upon the lab a little bit, but anywhere from 3.5 to 5.1 milliequivalent per liter. Uh, in addition to uh, just having low potassium, I have seen providers simply uh, add on a potassium supplement when they start a diuretic. So something like hydrochlorothiazide or furosemide, uh, those are, are good examples of uh, diuretics that can lower potassium. Now keep in mind um, that it needs to be a potassium-depleting diuretic. So something like spironolactone, that's a potassium-sparing diuretic, and that's going to actually raise potassium levels. So um, I have never seen that mistake before, but you know, just remember if we're adding on a potassium-sparing diuretic, maybe we can get by with less potassium supplements. So uh, just a kind of a little clinical pearl there where maybe we can uh, reduce polypharmacy a little bit. Now, potassium is a high-risk electrolyte. Obviously, this is, you know, an inpatient type of setting. However, in my more outpatient world where I have much more experience, uh, I have seen a death result from this. And what happened was it was a medication error where a patient received 80 milliequivalents of potassium instead of 8 milliequivalents of potassium for an extended period of time. And the patient ended up dying of a cardiac issue, cardiac arrhythmia. And so that's what can happen if we get dangerously high 
uh, potassium levels. So starting to get up into that uh, six six plus range and maybe even uh, low sevens uh, in in maybe a couple of situations I've seen it that that high as well. So definitely. Um, we need to pay attention when we're using these potassium supplements. Um, I think a lot of people have maybe a little bit of a cavalier attitude when you hear the word supplement. You think, yeah, probably not too big a deal, that type of thing. Um, but we better stay on top of it as far as monitoring our potassium levels there. Uh, so I mentioned the, the diuretics, sulforosamide, hydrochlorothiazide, chlorthalidone, uh, torsamide, bumetanide, bumex. Um, all those type of diuretics can drop that potassium level. You'll pee more out, making it more likely that you might need uh, to use a potassium supplement to bring it up. As far as adverse effects go, uh, obviously uh, the elevated potassium can happen, um, but directly it can cause a little GI upset in some patients, and usually it's dose-dependent, so the higher the dose, of the potassium supplement or the more you're taking at one time might be a little bit more uh, upsetting. So I I generally encourage patients to take it with food. I have had patients that don't take it with food, but um, you know, there again, it, it's probably best to, to do it with food if it's uh, right in their, their routine there. One unique thing, so some of the potassium supplements have a wax matrix formulation and that wax matrix actually can come out in the school not school stool um, but actually the the drug or the potassium leaks out of there so that can be really unnerving to a patient to see that um, wax matrix tablet in their stool patients may come back and report I didn't get my potassium supplement, you know, I, I saw it when I went to the bathroom, that type of thing. Um, but indeed, that potassium does come out of there. So definitely a question I have uh, come across before. Important to remember, uh, you know, when we replace potassium, if we go too high, uh, you know, a couple of things that can bring down potassium. So SPF, sodium polystyrene sulfonate, brand name k can help bring down potassium levels um, in, in treatment of a hyperkalemia type situation. Uh, insulin may also be used, utilized in an emergency uh, type setting that actually uh, can bring down uh, potassium levels in the bloodstream there as well. With that, I think we'll take a, a quick break. Just want to remind you guys uh, for 2019, uh, NAPLEX, BCPS, BCGP, BCACP study material at meded101.com uh, has been updated. It is ready to roll for the uh, 2019 testing season. So uh, go check that out. I do update that material about on an annual basis. Um, so in future years coming up, if you're listening to the, this podcast in that time, um, keep in mind that uh, we do try to update that for uh, each year. Make sure our content is still relevant, still current, and uh, up to snuff as far as guidelines and different things like that go. So with that, let's wrap up on drug interactions. So I mentioned the side effect of GI upset. So what I think about as far as uh additive drug interactions or other drugs that could uh, upset the GI tract. So I'm thinking NSAIDs, 
I'm thinking, you know, maybe a metformin causing some some nausea, diarrhea, some stomach upset. I'm thinking of, um, you know, corticosteroids sometimes can cause a little GI upset. So those are a few drugs that, you know, maybe if you took it with potassium, it could cause a little additive GI upset. And I believe I hinted at it a little bit, but um, ACE inhibitors, uh, ARBs, um, trimethoprim is another kind of unique one. Um, spironolactone or potassium sparing diuretics. Use of these medications in combination with potassium supplements can raise that potassium level even further. So um, it's something you would monitor anyway. If you started a person on an ACE inhibitor, you would check their potassium anyway. But if they're on a potassium supplement or that dose is changing or um, you know the the patient has been hasn't been adherent and now is adherent. Keep in mind those those fluctuations and the timing of those um, starts and those transitions can alter that potassium level, and we need to be um, keeping an eye on that because there are uh, serious consequences for very elevated uh, potassium that can occur. I think that wraps up uh, the episode for today. Give us a, a shout out on iTunes if you're listening there or anywhere else you're listening. I've got that free PDF. Check that out, reallifepharmacology.com. It's 31-page PDF, uh, top 200 study guide with my big things uh, that you need to uh, absolutely know for your pharmacology classes and uh, board exams. So go check that out for free as well. I'm going to sign off for today. Take care. Thanks for listening and uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.